Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. Um, I'm Matt. Unfortunately, Sam's unwell this week. We wish him better. But with Sam not being here, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to have a Coulson family summer holiday takeover episode. So I've got two very special guests here with me today. I've got my co-presenter, Sip. Hello. And I've got our very own stats person, our very own Richard Osman, Layla. Say hello. So with it being a summer holiday uh, takeover episode, we've got to talk, first of all, about our summer holidays. So uh, how long have we got left of our summer holidays? Two weeks. Two weeks left. But have you had a good time? Yes. So you've had a good time. So what has been your highlights of the... Well, I loved all of them, but especially Gulliver's Land. You liked going to Gulliver's Land, did you? Yeah. Fantastic. What about you, Sib? I love Gulliver's Land too. I love the uh, log through and us going soaked when coming out. Oh, Sebby got the most soaked. We did. But luckily, we've had really hot weather, haven't we? Yeah. Although it's raining, as we record this morning on Thursday, it's raining. It's like the first time I've seen rain in weeks. It's like, why is that yes. coming out of the clouds? <laughs> right, okay. Well, um... Unfortunately, even though you guys have been off uh, for the last few weeks, Daddy's had to work. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, don't cheer, Sim. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that has meant that we couldn't go to the Wolves game on Saturday. So we sold our tickets, didn't we? And they did get snapped up really quickly. So hopefully whoever sat in our seats, Sim, enjoyed the game. Uh, I managed to catch the first half. I watched the first half on, on my phone when I was working. And then my boss came in and uh, I had to quickly turn it off. But you watched it on television, Sim, didn't you? Yeah. What did you make of the game? Um, the first half we played terrible. We were giving the ball away to Wolves. I felt like we were going to see like five goals. But, it, but then the second half, uh, Perisic seemed to like play the best in the team. Uh, Son didn't have the best of the game. Like uh, Kane, he scored the goal. He had a couple near goal chances. Perisic assisted his goal uh, with an amazing header. His headers. Uh, Oh, really great because he as you saw during the game because he from corners he was always heading it in into the goal but sadly the keeper was catching it but yeah the second half we were better because as we scored the goal we've got a um i know you know seb that we i told you you know we've hired a uh a coach like a set piece coach because it's something that we've not really been that great on this a uh, lot the season's gone past yeah. and you can see already can't you how much it's worked because yeah because like P- Perisic has obviously headed it and C- Kane was getting really marked by the Wolves defender but he managed to sort of pull him off didn't he because the defender was following mm. the ball and it's almost like Perisic knew exactly where Kane was and it was such an easy header for Kane wasn't it yeah yeah, he's, he's been a great signing, Perisic. Would you please to see him start the game? Amazingly pleased. Yeah. Conte, Conte should like start him all the game. And even though Sessiong is a good player, I think Perisic is way more experienced and I think he should start more it's, games. Yeah, it's a difficult one because I was talking to Sam last week on the podcast because I, I look, Perisic is a fantastic defender. Like You can see a fantastic player. He's won everything. He's got all the experience. And you kind of want him to play because he he's almost he is the better player than Cessignon. But at the same time, you want Cessignon to progress, and he's only going to progress, isn't he, when he's playing? So it's really difficult to kind of for me to decide who I want to play at left back. But I think 
yeah, Perisic had a great game, didn't he? Yeah. He had a really, really good game. He, yeah, he had a guy who played for Bayern Munich when they won the Champions League. Yeah, we seem to be... I know we've got seven points, which is fantastic, and I feel, I'm feeling really positive about the season, like the start we've had. Yeah. But we seem to really start games slow, don't we? Really slow. Like we start off like, making bad passes to the opposition. Like I can remember Dyer. He had the ball and like, he had just so much space, but he gave it to him in it as well. Luckily, we received it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. They just we could. I think half time Conte always gives them the speak something that uh, talks them about something. Yeah. Uh, that gets them in the mood for the game, and that's how we played better. Like. Like when we played Chelsea, we scored two goals after half time. Can you can you imagine Conte? Sh- does he think he shouts him? Because we never, whenever we see him being interviewed, he always seems so calm and cool, yeah. doesn't he? He has to stay calm and cool, doesn't he? Yeah. He can't get he can't get angry all the time. Although saying that, we don't see him calm and cool when we score goals, do we? Yeah, he's <laughs> running to his assistant managers. That's why we got Conte can. Poor old Ryan Mason, his arm muscles must be so strong having to catch Conte every time he jumps into his arms. <laughs> so yeah, it was a it was it sounds like the second half was much better. Way better. It would make way better, yeah. If we can just fix the starts of the games and play like we did in the second half for both halves. We could then... probably like finish second or third. You reckon second or third? Yeah. Do you think you've got a chance of winning it? Yeah, somehow. Oh, Hopefully we can win something this season. Eh? If we if we uh, like beat Liverpool this season, I feel like we're gonna actually do way better than we did in like 20, 20, 2021. Yeah, well we see. I mean it's it's still early early days, isn't it? So we'll see we'll see where we are with it. Right. Okay. So with that game, so I I think that um yeah se- by the sounds of things the second half was a lot better. I only what gets got to watch the highlights, but it looks like we really improved and like and then we hit the cross we hit the post a couple of times, hit the crossbar, didn't we? So we had a much better second half. So we've got our own little little stats girl, a little uh, Rich Nosman here. So I think you should give us the some of the stats on the Wolves game. What, what have you got for us, Layla? Spurs have lost four of their past seven home league games against Wolves before Saturday's game. Kane's goal moved him, but Sergio Aguero Aguero, with the most goals for a single club in the Premier League with 185 goals. Spurs' win was Conte's 70th in the Premier League. Luis kept his... 121st Premier League clean sheet, the fifth most of any goalkeeper for a single club. Spurs now join Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal. Oh, don't say that word on the podcast. And Chelsea <laughs> in scoring 1,000 time Premier League goals. Wow. We're better than Arsenal. Yeah, we are. So I think you probably don't know the answer to this yet, but so Lloris has now got the fifth most uh, clean sheets in the Premier League if a single club. Who do you think's first? Is it Nora? No, no, in the Premier League. In oh, the Premier League, League. Oh, you probably check. Yeah, well done, Seb. God, I'm really, really impressed that you knew that. Right, okay. So, um, we've spoken about the Wolves game, uh, and we've spoken, and we've got our stats off Layla. So, I think what we could do now, since I've got you two guys with me, so Seb, how old are you? Ten. And Layla, how old are you? Seven. Seven, right. So, seeing as your dad's what, I'm thirty, aren't I? You're- um, you're 43. I'm not 43, am I? I'm not 43. Yes, you are. Right, okay. You were, you were, th- you were 34 when I was born. Yeah, all right, God. 
Right, OK, well, seeing as I'm 43, what I thought I could do was we could have a look at see where Spurs were when I was your age. So maybe who should we go for first? Should we go for uh, Seb? So let's say when when Daddy was 10. So Layla, what have we got for us for when Daddy was 10? It was when Daddy was ten. It was the nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety season. Spurs were managed by Terry Venables and finished third in the league. Our top goal scorer was Gary Linker, with twenty four goals. Um, highlights that year included along the double over Manchester United, beating Liverpool and Arsenal, and finishing the season above Arsenal. Oh, fantastic. That's good news, isn't it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, so that was when I was 10. So how about when I was your age, Layla? When I was seven. seven. So what have we got on that one? When Daddy was seven, it was the 1986 to 1987 season. Spurs were managed by David Pete and again finished third in the league. Um, our top goal scorer was Clive Allen, who scored an incredible 49 goals that season. Highlights that season. Highlights that the year included reaching the final of the FA Cup, the semi-final of the League Cup, and doing the double over Liverpool. Oh, and of course, finishing the season above us. Yay! Oh, Seb, do you know what? That, that FA Cup 1987, oh. that was so upset with that, was that it game. It was Coventry, yeah. They beat us 3 2. It was it's so frustrating getting to a final and then losing the final. But we did one, we did win the uh, one in 1991. We beat one that one 2 1 against Nottingham Forest. Right. So we did win an FA My Cup. My favourite one is when we beat Arsenal. Oh, yeah. It's, any, it's always good beating any Arsenal. Any time that you beat Arsenal, it's good. It's any time we beat Arsenal, it's we, good. We too. made a comeback from 2 0 down, didn't we? We did, yeah. And do you know what? Thinking about it, like 49 goals in one season. That's how incredible Ronaldo. is that? That's what Ronaldo does. Yeah. So basically, what you're saying, Seb, is Clive Allen is the Ronaldo of the 1980s. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to go along with that. He, um, I always remember, I think I've told this story before on the podcast, but Clive Allen uh, was involved in the club quite a lot, uh, in like the, the the younger, like the under-21s and the reserve squad. And I always remember going to Stevenage because Spurs played their, their, their under-23s. It's under-21s now, isn't it? But they played their under-23s at Stevenage. We've been to some games, haven't we? And I remember we Play went... Liverpool, yeah, we saw that was 1-1, wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember going to a game uh, when we played West Ham and there was like a random bottle on the floor that had like a West Ham uh, label on it and Clive Allen just stood on it and squished it and looked round and everyone, all the Spurs fans cheered. So he's definitely a hero as far as Spurs fans Spurs, are concerned. Spurs in his blood now. Like oh, absolutely. King. Yeah, Ledley King, yeah. He's still involved in the club. Yeah, there's, there's that mural, isn't there? You know, when you go to, when, we, when me and you go to the game, we can see um, there's that... Uh, that that graffiti art of Lady King, which is fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, he's an amazing player. One of the most underrated players in the Premier League oh, ever. Oh, yeah, it was great. I always say, I think with Lady King, he was always a one. He was a one club player, and I'm glad he stayed with Spurs his whole season. But I just think his whole his whole career. But I think if he hadn't have hurt his knee, then he would be one of the best. Well, I think not just that, but. All the great clubs would have gone come from, you know, I can imagine going to Real Madrid and I don't know, he was such a good player. Do you remember I showed you that video of at that time when yeah, uh, I'm Robin, Chelsea player, and he just came from nowhere, didn't he? It's amazing. Yeah, he was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. That was very well done, Layla. Thank you very much for that stat, those stats. 
You're right. welcome. Thank you very much. Right, we seeing as Seb already doing a podcast seems to have so much knowledge that even surprising me, I think that we should do a quiz on Seb on on the Spurs shirt numbers. What do you think? Yeah. I was going to Seb. I was th- when I was thinking of doing the quiz, I was thinking, what should I do? Because I don't think you'd know much about Spurs' history. But the fact that you you got Peter Checker as the high the highest clinch, you, you know stuff before you was probably even born. So mm. maybe I should have done a different quiz. But what I thought we could do. Right. Okay. What we're going to do is I'm going to give you a shirt number for Spurs in the current season, oh, and you had to tell me what player plays with that shirt number. Okay. Now Layla's got the answers, so we've got we've got six six. Okay. The first five I'm going to ask you, and if you, when you get to the end of the five, how many points you got, you can then, with a six one, I uh, decide to answer the question to double your amount of points, or if you don't, if you get it wrong, you lose all your points, but you'll be able to choose at the end, okay? Yeah, game show. Yeah, this is a game show, Sib, yeah. Right, okay, so number one, I'll give you a nice easy one to start with. Okay. Which player plays in a number seven shirt? Some. Ah, oh, that was too easy, wasn't it, Layla? That was correct. That was correct. Is it? Was it correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number two, who plays in the five shirt? Oh, Hoybier. Yeah. Was that correct? Yeah. Wow. Number three, who plays in the seventeen shirt? Where is it called Cecil? No, it's Richardson. No. Oh. It's not Richardson. You don't know. It's Romero. Oh. <laughs> It's Romero. Oh, yeah, it is Romero. <laughs> oh, the next one's Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> well, who plays in the nine shirt? Richardson. Richardson. Sim, I can't believe you didn't get the, the 17. That's what I wear. I, when know, I, go... <laughs> I thought I thought Romero still wore number four. That's what I got it wrong with. Right, and number five, who plays in number 21? Oh, God, is that Sim? Seb actually has got that shirt. Can you believe it? It's Kulisev. Kulisev. Oh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Right, Seb, so you've got three out of five. So you've got to decide now. I'm going to give you the number six, uh, question number six. If you get it right, you'll finish on six points. Give if you get it six. wrong, you'll finish on zero points. You ready? You want to gamble? Yeah. He wants to gamble later. You ready? <laughs> okay. For six points, for a total of six points, who plays... In the number twenty-seven shirt. Oh god. Think about it, Seb. Think about it. Uh, uh, I don't want to rush you too much. Oh. Five, four, oh, three, three, two, two one. one. What's your answer? <laughs> um, I'm going to guess. Come on. Say that. No, no, no. Come on. Uh, I'll give you a clue. He he's played for us for a few years. Oh, a few years. This is not a new signing. Okay. How? Oh, no, 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 no. Cecil? No. It's Lu- Lucas Mora. Lucas Mora. <laughs> I've, I've, I've known it for years. I've seen it. I've seen it on the back of the show. It's called against Ajax. I think. I think what we're going to have to do, Seb, is uh, you're going to have to just learn them all now. So if we get this quiz again, you'll know them. It's the pressure that's been. Is, on a, me. is it the pressure you feel? Yeah. If I would have more time, I would have got six out of six. He done well though, Seb, didn't he? Yeah, he did he do well. well. He did well. He didn't end well. He didn't end up. We're, we're just pretending. He got three. He got three, which is good. That's three out of five. Even though you gave him one of the answers. Session not my favourite player, by the way. No, I yeah, know you kept everyone was session, wasn't he? <laughs> I thought you said four. You said three. <laughs> right. Okay. So last yesterday evening we found out who we're getting in the next round of the Carabao, or in the third round of the Carabao Cup, and we've got Nottingham Forest away, who coincidentally are the team we're playing at the weekend. <laughs> Firstly, what do you make of that getting Nottingham Forest in the, in the cup? 
What do you think? It's good. Hard. Good draw, Seb. Hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, really hard. I f no, it's not really hard, but I feel like it's not enough for it. Even though they've nearly been promoted, they they wanna they wanna do well, really well, don't they? They've got Lingard. Yeah, they've made loads of signings, Henderson, haven't they? They've made twelve signings. There's, there's rumours that they're, they're interested in buying Sergio Reguilón off us on loan for a season. I wouldn't mind that. You wouldn't mind? No, because no. Sergio is going to get game time this season because there's like three left-backs in front of him in his position. And I don't think he's uh, for the cut. Uh, he did play well in that 21-22 season, but yeah, I wouldn't mind him going to Nottingham Forest for a season. It's interesting as well getting Nottingham Forest in the cup because especially the the League Cup, you can have seasons sometimes where every round is easy, you know, well not easy, but every round is, is winnable, you know, you play teams from the lower league and sometimes you don't get a Premier League team to like almost the semi-finals or the finals, so it can make the run a lot easier, so it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? I think getting a getting a Premier League team in in our Definitely. first round, in the third round, sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I'd got a, a, a um, an easier team. But if we win it, then it gives us hopefully the confidence to to progress through the cup, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So we've got um, let's say we've got Nottingham Forest at the weekend as well, away in the league. What's your thoughts, Seb? Oh God, I think we can. I think we're going to win that game. Actually. Yeah. yeah. What, what makes you think that? Uh, I think Conte with his uh since it's the start of season, they're all energetic because they've had their break for a, a couple of weeks, haven't they? Mm. And they've three games in, and we've been playing like second half. We've been playing like really prime as far as like when we were under Pochettino at twenty nineteen. Yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, I think we're gonna win just because uh, our players are performing really well lately, especially Romero, Kane. On new signings. Well, we don't like. Well, I know Romero. It was a bit conflicted, wasn't it, with Romero? Because yeah. there was reports he was going to be out for four weeks, and then it then Conte come out and said it was just a muscle injury, and he and he might not miss that much. So we might see him play at the weekend, might we? But right. but saying that, Davidson Sanchez has come oh. in, and he. I don't think he's conceived the goal in something like nine, ten hours of of him playing. Because you remember, yeah. like me and you was at the Arsenal game, wasn't we? And that was when Romero was injured, and our first thoughts were, "Oh, jeez!" Oh, but Sanchez, Sanchez played fantastic, didn't he? You know, we kept a clean sheet, didn't we? And then we kept a clean sheet against Burnley, kept a clean sheet against Norwich, and and Sanchez has come in and we kept a clean yeah, sheet against he, Wolves. He made so. an amazing block against uh, in the first half. Yeah. Came to uh, came to Nunes, a new signing Nunes. He shot it and it. It's gone straight into Sanchez and it's gone out for a corner. So he's blocked it from going to another player, another Wolves player in the box. Yeah, Because sure. there's no other Spurs players there, except from him and Maurice. Yeah, yeah. But that, I think the, the difference between like Sanchez, like when he first came to the club, he, he, I think it was a confidence thing for him. And like I said in the podcast before, I think... Um, um, Mourinho affected the confidence of so many players and he, and he affected the confidence of Sanchez because I don't know if, you, uh, if I ever told you but I think I think it was Man United when Mourinho was managing Man United they played Ajax I think in the final of the, of the uh, Europa League yeah. and Sanchez was playing for Ajax at the time and he absolutely ripped into him and just, yeah but he, he ripped into Sanchez saying how bad of a player was so can you imagine like Sanchez is at Spurs and then and Mourinho comes along and he's like, oh, that's the player that really criticised me. So that's going to knock his confidence straight away, isn't it? But he's, a, he's a, I think he's a really good player. I'm, he's, he's very different to Romero, isn't he? And I feel like Romero's yeah. 
more more calming yeah Romero's got more of a calming influence but like you said Sanchez is great block of the ball and he puts his head in you know he's, he's really really Gets almost like an old-fashioned center back isn't he uh like he's really he's really really improved on the Conte like his physicality you see him during the years like on the Mourinho he wasn't he was looking like he was younger than himself but this year He's like says young. He's like looking like he's a twenty-seven year old. Yeah, he's obviously done a lot of work in the gym, hasn't he? Yeah, like that. As and the Spurs page, you can see them training, and you see how professional the training is. Like they, they're not like doing branch presses. They like do laps around pitches. They're running. They're like jumping like high, like practicing their jumping. Uh, like Ben Tanker did one in the Spurs page, and he looked. He looked like he was really physical, oh, strong, and there was like professional trainers there yeah. training him. Yeah, I, I like watching those those videos when you see them training because it just you, you sort of see the behind the scenes that you don't normally see, do you? Yeah. So what what are you going for? What, what's your what's your prediction for the for the score? Thanks, Forest. Forest, uh, we'll have to go two two nil. Two nil to Spurs. First game. Yeah. Uh, against West Ham. Well, let's let's stick with oh, Forest at the moment. Okay. So two nil Forest, and who do you think is going to be our goal scorers? Kane and Kuliseski. Kane and Kuliseski, the two Ks. What about you, Leila? Have you got any thoughts on the game? Uh, who, for Forest. the for the Nottingham Forest, Spurs versus Nottingham Forest it's for the gone. weekend. What do you think? Do you think Spurs are going to win? Do you think it's going to be a draw? Do you think, think Forest is going to win? Um, I think it's going to be a draw. You think it's going to be a draw? What's yeah. going to be the score? What do you think the score is going to be? Um, Two two. Two two. And who do you think is going to sp- score Spurs' goals? Um, I don't really know. You know some of the players. Yeah. What, who's your favourite player? Son. Do you think he's going to score the two goals? He's a really good player, maybe. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's funny this season as well because you know I was talking about Mourinho, wasn't I? And under Mourinho, how he really heavily relied on Kane and Son. Yeah. But it seems under Conte, with the way he plays, anyone can anyone can score. Like we watched Southampton game. So yeah, I mean, I like we always want to go with Kane, don't we, and Son? But I, I think that I, I, it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be two one to Spurs, and goal scorers. I can fancy Kulusevski scoring one, and I don't know, maybe one of the defenders, maybe one of the defenders Sanchez. can score. Yeah, like a header maybe. If Sanchez is playing, yeah. But when we play Norwich and he scored that goal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah that's right. Not that's right. Corner. Well, but before we before before our next podcast, when hopefully Sam's better and back, we, you know, we obviously normally record on a Thursday, so we've got two games before Thursday, and our second one on next Wednesday night is going to be against West Ham. Now West Ham absolutely hate us, don't they? We hate them too. Do we as much as they hate us? That they, they really hate us, but I hate them a little bit, like as in our players are really bad and stuff. They always seem to raise their just like with like like Chelsea, they always just seem to raise their game against but us, beat, don't they? We beat last season, we beat them two one and three one. But it's it's at it's at their ground, so it's at their uh, that that ground that they rent where they don't even pay pay for the light bulbs. So uh, what what do you what what do you think? What's your what's your thoughts on on how do you think we're going to do next Wednesday against West Ham? Sir? I'm going to go three one again. Three one, you fancy three one? Yeah. Yeah. It sh- it should be a good game. I know we we have beaten beaten them quite often at their ground at their, their stadium. So three one or two one. That's what I'm going to go on. So you think six points for the next from the next two games? Yeah. What about you, Leila? Have you got any thoughts on it? Mm, I think maybe 2-1 as well. Oh, so you're going to go for a win. So you're going to go for a draw and a win this time. Yeah. It'd be fantastic. 
I've got a good feeling. If we can, if we can sort of eradicate the. I think is going to score in this game. Oh, we've we've got so many new signings, haven't we? That haven't really played much. I mean, Perisic yeah. is. I think Perisic is the only new signing that's that started a game this season, isn't he? Yeah, but so far, Basuma has been decent. Yeah. Yeah, he has. And the good thing as well, when you think about it, so there's going to be two good because we we used to at the moment just playing um, uh, one game a week, aren't we? Yeah. And so there's going to be two games in the space of, what, four days. So maybe he will rotate. Maybe Richarlison will get a start. Maybe Basuma will get a start. You know, keep the players fresh. Yeah, I think uh, Kulisowski and Richarlison is going to be a fight all season. Uber who's going to start there. But I think most of the season is going to be Kulisowski. Yeah. Even though Richarlison is a good player. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as we, as we speak, uh, so it's Thursday today and it's going to be the Champions League draw later on in the evening. Yeah, now, I know I'm you're very excited, that. Seb, aren't you? Yeah. So me and Seb were talking about it last night and Seb kind of wants an easier draw just to guarantee that we get through to the last 16. Me, personally, I would love to get, for example, Paris Saint-Germain because can you imagine... Going to the Spurs stadium, seeing Mbappe, Neymar, Messi at our stadium. That, for me, I don't care if they beat us. Just to see those three players at our stadium would be absolutely amazing. But what was your thoughts, Sip? Uh, I, I just, uh, really, uh, it doesn't matter because PSG guaranteed to get part of that through to 16 or 16, aren't they? Yeah. So, like, we could play them in the semi-finals. That would be way more side than playing them in the group stage. And also then we get to see them playing with Bappe, Neymar, Messi. Uh, so, and then we get further. And if we do lose, and it's m- not less embarrassing than getting knocked out the group first thing. That's why I want to get past the last 16. Yeah. I, I, so, you, so you'd rather us have an easier group just so yeah. we're guaranteed to get through there? Yeah. Is there any teams that you fancy playing in the, in the group stages? Ajax. Ajax. Yeah. Do I wouldn't think? say they're easy, but I feel like we could... It's a... Like we could win. I'm not saying we're gonna beat them. But I feel like we, it's a, we'll, there's a high chance of beating them. And do you not think uh, Bergwijn's gonna want to show, show Spurs what he's really made of? Yes, yeah, sadly, but I don't think he's gonna score against Maurice. Don't you think? No. Do you think Luis knows him too well? Yeah, knows him too well. <laughs> it's gonna be so exciting. I can remember I took you to your first Champions League game, Seb. I think it was back in 2000 and. 18, I think. So how old, how old would you have been? You would, uh, only, you would only have been six. six. There you go. So I remember watching it and um, we'd been really excited and hoping you'd be excited. But I think you just wanted to watch Paw Patrol after about 10 minutes. So I had to put Paw Patrol on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wouldn't happen now. No, it 100% wouldn't happen now. I took you to a game last season later, didn't I, as well? Yeah, but you wasn't you wasn't too happy about it, was you? No. No, why wasn't you happy about it? Because everyone was screaming when they um they um, score goals, and I'm kind of sensitive to loud noises. Oh, it was a bit sweet. I think we we played Brentford, didn't we? And everyone was shouting, but everyone gets really happy. The problem is Layla taking you to the south stand, and that's the loudest one, isn't it? Yeah. To the south stand. Taking her to like the stand next to the people, the wave fans would be quite just. Just don't want to upset them because they'll start being rude to you, won't they? Yeah. Especially near Arsenal, when they so you don't want to celebrate the goals that much. No, absolutely. Um, so what? So what? Before we go, then we're saying Seb thinks we're going to get six points on next two games. Layla thinks we're going to get four points. I'm hoping for six points, and I'm also hoping for all the big boys in the Champions League draw. Even though Seb wants a nice easier one, 
It's interesting to see both the Scottish clubs, wasn't it, in, the, in yeah. the, getting through as well, both Rangers and Celtic. I thought PSV were actually going to get what, through every, they go through every season. Yeah, because we, we went to, I know I've mentioned before on the podcast, but but Seb, you and I went to see, uh, went to the Celtic ground, didn't we, last yeah, season to do a stadium that, tour. That was a good stadium, wasn't it? Yeah, that'd be, I'd be actually, I wouldn't mind getting one of the Scottish clubs, that'd be quite interesting yeah, to get one of those. So, I wouldn't want to play Celtic, because no. they love us, don't they? No. But upset them, won't it? Well, you know what happens well if we get Celtic Joe Hart will be coming back won't he and Cameron Carter Vickers coming back to the oh Cameron Carter Vickers won't want to score against us because uh, we were the people that took him to our club and made him a good person yeah you know what's going to happen Joe Hart's going to play an absolute world isn't he <laughs> he played terrible for us and he's going to play amazing against Austin Celtic. Oh no, we'll see, we'll see. Right, guys, thanks for listening for the Coulson summer holiday uh, takeover. And guys, thanks for joining me. So before bye. we go, do you want to say goodbye, Seb? Bye bye. And Layla, do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye. And what can we say before we go? Should we say, come on, you Spurs? Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us on social media. All links are in the podcast description.